Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the guys at exoticlimo.com.au and our mates at hungover.net.au. Feel your worst while looking your best. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo choo! That's right, Corey, the Bombs Express is back. And uh, what round are we up to now, Corey? Round number 16, I think. Yeah, so, uh, 16, before. Before we preview that, Corey, let listeners know where they can hit us up on social media. Find us on Twitter at SC Elites. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elites. Bumps, I don't know if you could tell in my voice, I was a little bit flat. Um, just because we don't have my uh, my favourite sidekick on this week in Bretta. He's gone again. <laughs> There's no need for him, uh, Corey. This is uh, we're just right back, right in the comfort zone now. I'm feeling a little bit more chirpy. The listeners can probably notice that already, and uh, I'm good to go, mate. How's the trip out west? Well, I tell you, it was a good. Uh, after Bretta came in the podcast last week, Corey, I just needed to get the hell out of the uh, state. Um, I just felt triggered. I felt a little bit uh, uneasy, and I tell you what, the weekend away was bloody awesome. I was up and saw the Blues win in a in a thriller against uh, Freo, and just had a good all round time. And back in time tonight for the podcast. Ran into someone over there as well. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, saw uh, Mickey Gibbons uh, down at um, the Virgin Lounge. We, we flew Virgin, had access to the lounge, thanks to AFL Travel. I shouldn't give them a plug because they didn't give me anything for free, but uh, that's where I was. And, um, well, caught the bloke just making himself a ham, cheese, toasty, Corey. And I was, I was a little bit stuck. I was like, do I go and disrupt the fella from just tucking into a little bit of, you know, brunch? And I thought... Uh, when I saw he got about 75% of the way through, just went up to him and gave him a good day and took a selfie and, yeah, had a, had a little chat with him. You are an absolute toss and you'd always make it all about yourself. So that's, uh, <laughs> there was no question that you were ever going to go up to him and say hello, really. Uh, yeah, it was just a matter of when, Corey, because I, I did think, you know, he, well, I mean, he didn't set the world on fire the night before, but he certainly deserved a, a meal the next morning, I would have thought. <laughs> How'd you go and see coach? Um, well, the funny thing is I had a donut, Corey. I had a few pieces of shit um, on the field and I pulled in a 2150, which I don't think was brilliant. Um, set me back about 1800 on the ranks, but don't really care about that. I won my league game, which is all that matters. And I'm sitting uh, just over 11,000 overall. Not too bad. You'd think I'd probably have this ready. I'm pretty sure I ask you how you're going every single week and got no idea how I went. Um, 2250 for myself. Uh, slid back in the ranks, actually, by 248 places. So dropped down to 2375. Um, a little bit stiff. Won all of my cash league except one, where I got pipped by about 14 points. So, yeah, take as you come. Unlucky. I know. Uh, but won my um, major cash league anyway, the one that I really care about. So, Divi 2. Chase, Jason Harden, <laughs> my next year once. Divi two big thirty dollar entry into that league, yeah. No. Uh, it's all it's the prestige though, isn't That's it? That's it. You've got to be in Divi one. I can't be sitting here and talking about Divi two, but uh, look, tracking nicely should be up next year and uh, get to verse the likes of yourself again. Yeah, in, you know, that'll be fun. League. It'll be. Well, it'll be more entertaining, that's for sure. Because I don't look at any of the other leagues. I'm sure I've versed you probably four or five times already this year and <laughs> haven't paid attention to one of the games, not unless you've sent me a screenshot afterwards saying you've won. Oh, don't worry, I'll let you know if I win. Um, <laughs> trades? Did you make any trades last week? Um, I did, and um, I probably did a few things that didn't really benefit my side, to be honest. Um, what did I do? Brought in Griffin Logue. I did Ainsworth to Logue. Yeah. That wasn't too bad. Hatley? Um 
And, yeah, now that's the one that I stuffed up on. I got rid of Oscar Baker for Hately when uh, pretty much on the Thursday night I had to get – felt like I had to get Hately in. I haven't been big on Hately, um, as listeners would know, through the season. But um, decided, thought, nah, I just need another guy's hopefully going to generate some cash and just see what happens. And, um, yeah, I ended up with the donut because when I did the trades on the Thursday, come Friday when teams were dropped and I had no nation, the team, and all that kind of thing, I ended up with a donut down back and couldn't reverse trade. Safe to say you absolutely coughed it from me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is safe to say, yeah. Beautiful. Um, and I, myself, went, well, like you, Oscar Baker to Hately. You know I said that I was going Hately no matter what happened. I didn't mind his game. He didn't set the world on fire, but I thought he played it right. Um, 63% game time is they, what I'm hearing. Uh, they probably lost that game in the end because from bad coaching errors too. I mean, Essendon started coming back and Kelly was on the bench, Canelio was on the bench, Hately was in the guts. Like, game's on the line. You've got to get the best players out there. Um, and also, uh, someone up to Stewart. Can't even remember who it was. Don't know. Was it? Uh, no, you don't have Hall, do you? No, nah. nah, no Hall. I don't think it was. Dersma? Was it Dersma? Dersma. Thank you very much. So Dersma yeah. up to Stewart. In the end, I was looking at Hearn all week, but that break even just got the better of me. So nine trades left, 302k in the bank, and two major positions to upgrade. But obviously now, Caleb Daniel, world's smallest hamstring, and it's gone. <laughs> He's gone ping, 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 and. Uh... They only said tightness, I believe, when he was on the point. They said tightness, and apparently tightness constitutes a three- to four-week injury. So, um, yeah, interesting. Not good. I know you have missed the boat on that one, so that's good. I feel sorry for anyone who bought him in this week because um, I've seen it around Twitter and Facebook a fair bit. There's been quite a few people that have bought in Caleb Daniel and absolutely cursing. But, uh, mm. you know, shout-out to old mate of the show, Dizza, for that one as well. Um, oh, I'm lucky. <laughs> With with Caleb Daniel, we'll, we'll get back into it. We're, you know what? I'll correct. We'll go into the rookie talk first. Mario Trollbomb's most boring player this week. Um, for or against the move for Chol? You know, Corey, I kind of like it, but I'm against it. And the reason I'm against it is because, well, we've seen what's just happened with Nash last week. They made seven changes last week, Richmond. They got, who did they get back? They got Short and Cochin and Lambert and uh, just a few other, yeah, pretty much they got their team back. And, um, gee, Jack Rewalt and Lane Curvis won't be too far away. And, and I'm pretty confident um, and comfortable when I say Chol won't be there when they return. Yeah, look, Chol got the game. He kicked, would he kick on the weekend three in the end. He looked really, really good out there. Um, but he's not holding his spot long term. No, and and that's that's the only reason I'm going to say no to that one is because of um, I've already got enough peanuts on my bench. Not getting a game, Young, Corbet, Nash, Gardner, so, just to name a few. There's a lot of teams in the same in the same bracket as well, so yeah, really afford downgrading. Say a set of field or someone else you held on to, like a bolter, yeah. and then in two weeks' time you lose a Mario Chole, and yeah, you've got another day, don't you? If you're, you're dealing with the what the Bombs Express has to deal with on a week to week basis, so yeah. Um, I avoided Garner, have nothing to worry about. I've got Young and Bynes sitting on the pint right now because I've got Riley O'Brien. No way am I getting rid of Rob, um, which will, again, get a bit of talk out. I'm sure there'll be a question somewhere, some idiot asking if she should be traded or not. But, nah, no chance. No chance would I take the risk on Chol this week. Even if I did need a forward downgrade option, I think at the back end of the season... I was having a chat this afternoon. You see this happen year to year, and it's almost like we forget 
that injuries happen. These guys are playing, you know, 23-length season, coming into finals. You'll see players get rested. You'll see players start to get hurt, like Caleb Daniel, um, these little two- to three-weekers that pop up here and there. I mean, ideally, I would love to hold Daniel and be able to get someone else on field and go into a final series with a Daniel at an F7 or something, but I just can't get that to work at the, at the current state of where we're at in the year. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I just want to eliminate risk at all costs. Mate, that's fair enough. Yeah, so that's a no from Chol from both of us, I think. Yep. Is there any circumstance where you'd, you'd say the opposite? No, I don't think so. Look, I think if you're looking for that forward kind of downgrade, I'll be looking to that West Coast Cameron. He's a mid-forward option, um, so there's a bit of TPP there with him. But, I mean, yeah, he did only score 26 in the weekend, but his first down in scored uh, 69, Corey. So um, they got the uh, the derby or the derby this week coming up. So mm, if you can hold his spot for that, you you might be somewhat comfortable thinking you might be able to hold his spot in the coming weeks after that. The real aim for me at this stage of the season would probably trying to be to upgrade those players that you're looking to downgrade instead. There's a lot of forward, yeah. a lot of our forward options that are already been taken out. And I'm sure we'll get questions about it, and maybe we might you, might be wrong. You here. do, you do need to find players to downgrade in order to upgrade those players too, though, Corey. That's that's the trouble we have. Mm. Yep, could hold. Hopefully yeah. they pop up. Didn't I think there was a couple that played? Has, how many is Hallahan played, or whatever his name is? From uh, who's Hallahan? Was the Essendon? No, nah, the Hawthorne bloke. Did he play on the weekend? Oh, I don't know, Corey. I didn't see the Hawthorne I'll game. Bring, I'll bring it up. Uh, what a go. Last total average. That did not work at all. Like I said, you'd think I'd have this prepared, but I was just going to take Mario Chol and be done with it. And now I've absolutely screwed it. So, done. Look, yeah. long story short, there's probably no one there. Probably hope we get it. Oh, what was the bloke from Adelaide's name? You mean Port Adelaide? Port Adelaide? Nah, or... Adelaide, Adelaide played, Adelaide. debuted someone too, didn't they? Yep, they did debut someone. He didn't do brilliantly. Yeah, that little forward pocket. Um, Ladhams as well. On It's a shame he's not a ruck forward, to be honest. Oh, um, and Kyron Hayden, mid-forward from North Melbourne. Give it a week and wait on that. Yeah. I think a lot of these, there's, there's no real standout option to downgrade to this week. I think that's what we're getting out of here. Jed um, 30k bombs. I'm not touching that. And uh, your boy, I'm surprised you haven't raised it. Corey Ellis, Corey. He's played the last two games. Oh, sitting at wow. 230k in the back line. But you wouldn't pay 230k for Corey Ellis. Surely, Corey. I'd pay 500k in a couple of weeks for him. Oh, wowee. Um, Rook Smith yeah, so, at the 99 on the weekend. Who? Rook Smith. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you can... Though. You can tell I haven't watched much footy this weekend. I think, Corey, I was preoccupied just visiting the state of Perth. But anyway. Um, look, long story short, there's no options, I don't think. Wait the week. Have a look next week. Uh, the job security is a real worry. However, we have got Richmond players long, uh, long, wrong previously, Bombs. Any chance that he might be have to stay? Nah, I, I would not have thought so. Yeah, nah, me either. Ready to move not Chol. Yeah. Uh, now I've got off my heel my player, so that's even better. That's I'm having an absolute mare over here. Ready for who am I? Just, as always. Hold on, wait. I'm not. Hold on. Let me get the AFL letter up. Forgot about this. Hold on. You play for a top eight team. Go for it. No. Did, did I say that? Oh, that's what you're going to say, I reckon. You're wrong. I'll yeah, you've just changed this on the fly. No, no, no. I, had to, I actually <laughs> had to check to make sure where they were on the ladder, to Ooh. be honest. Okay, so this is a Port Adelaide player, I reckon. 
I play for a of nailed side. It. Yeah, bottom 10 side. Get it right. Yeah, Jesus. Do this every single Switch week. on. I only have one score below 90 for the season. One I rank yep. top eight in my position for average. Yep. I play with other super coach superstars. Yep. Uh, I already said play for a bottom eight side, didn't I? Uh, my lowest score, my second low. I oh, sorry, I've only scored below 90 once. Yep. And I have two scores over 140. Who am I? Hey, can I ask you, was he in my top 10 before the season? I was in your top 10 before the start. That's uh, Marcus Bonsampelli then, Corey, for sure. Bombs. I told and you, I'm just back in form at the moment. Absolute classy numbers. And the reason that I bring up Bonsampelli, because I've had a lot of questions this week in regards to, should I pick A, B, and C? And those players are Marcus Bontempelli, Cunnington, Sloan, and I even had one with Zach Merritt in there. So we're going to talk about those four boys, more importantly, rank one to two. But when you have a look at Bont's underlying stats, it's pretty bloody impressive. Yeah, I mean, his numbers are good. There's probably, you know, you probably just want one or two of those sort of 90 scores turned into tons, I reckon, just to be a lot more comfortable with it. But, um, I mean, I, I thought we were going to get a bit of year from the bond at the start of the year. We've certainly got that, 540k. It's um, yeah, it's not much to pay for a premium, I would have thought. And that's the next part of the question, because then you go have a look at Cunnington's scores, and he's only got one score sub-90 as well, and that was the 59 where he got absolutely tagged out of it by GWS and has slightly more hundreds. Would you grab Bont at his low break even now, or would you potentially, if you had to go this week, pay up that little bit more, even though Cunnington's break even's a little bit higher? If the choice was out of Bont and Pally and Cunnington, Corey, I think I would be going with Bont and Pally just because of the name. But um, the and, and look, the only reason I kind of say that is because without the last month, you look at Cunnington's year and you're like, yeah, consistent, but not sort of set the world on fire. But he's he's got those three out of four scores, 130-plus in the last month, which has kind of just seen him uh, probably kick it up a year in the Supercoach community in terms of respect and that. And I just wonder how long he can sort of hold that for. And, you know, potentially he might just sort of dip back to, you know, low hundreds and that kind of stuff in the back end. So I feel more comfortable with Bond. I feel like Bond's got a higher ceiling. Um, I certainly wouldn't pick either of them, though, if you added Sloan into the picture. See, I'm more, I'm more comfortable with Cunnington right now. I mean, you have a look at those underlying numbers. You have a look at the fixture. These are his next three, St. Kilda, Essendon, Brisbane. And then this is his final series, Hawthorne, Geelong, Port Adelaide, and Melbourne. They're teams where I think Cunnington is going to play really, really well. And probably and bar the Geelong game, I think he's going to dominate contested ball. Um, he's a different kettle of fish, this guy, when it comes to the inside, his inside ability. And then we have a look at... Um, at the fact that North Melbourne are playing with this aura of confidence right now, I'm huge on Cunnington, and I think he's going to be a lock for top eight. He's playing some really, really good football, um, and that's where it is. Uh, the Doggies do have a good fixture too. We spoke about that Marvel factor. Um, I'm just not as confident on the Dogs right now as I am... Well, that's actually not team-related, but you know when you're having a look at teams playing with confidence, I'm not too sure... I know the Sloan debate comes in there, but I think I still think Cunners might beat Sloan on season's end. What about Merritt? Where do you sit with Merritt? Is it too up and down? Yeah, Merritt, yeah. Merritt is exactly that. I, I can't believe the lack of respect Sloan is getting from you, to be honest. Well, I mean, only three scores below 100, which is actually less than both Cunnington and well. um, Bontempelli. Um, 
And one of those was a 35 a quarter time where he went off with like a hamstring awareness kind of thing. So essentially, you know, two games sub 100 for the entire year. I think Sloan is tremendously disrespected in this conversation. Yeah, well, and that was the point. You're going to rate him as well. You're going to rank him. But I, I just, like, there's something about Sloan, and I, I'm not too sure it's the fact that you've got two crouches there that are going to eat ball. He's done this before. He's done this in the past where he's looked like he was going to be that player for us. He was going to bring us Supercoach glory and then kind of shut the bed. The other thing you've got to say with Sloan, like, take that injury-affected game out of there. He's, every score has been plus 100 since round seven. Corey, he's an absolute beast, and he comes up against Port Adelaide this week, where I might say, Corey, he's going to feature in uh, yeah, Bons, uh, Choo Choo Choose Your Captains, 111 and 168 in his last two against Port Adelaide, and a 109 career average against them, break even a 65. Yeah. This is the week to buy him. My major problem with Sloan, too, is it comes down to the, fi- the finals fixture. So he's got a beautiful run over the next four. So if you need someone to get you into finals, he's definitely going to do it. But you come up to the fin- in the finals, he versus St Kilda, probably a game you love him in. Then he goes and plays West Coast. That's going to be right. It's, it's, it's got the at, week off there. you got the week off because you won your uh, qualifying final. <laughs> Very good. Then he plays Collingwood. And no Not team, concerned? No team has played... No midfield has really done tremendously well against Collingwood. What did Cunnington do on the weekend, mate? Oh, my God, can I finish my sentence? (laughs) Except (laughs) Cunnington on the weekend. Um, And then you got the Doggies uh, on that final game of the year, which is probably a good matchup to have him in on that. I reckon you've got a little bit of of bias towards Collingwood. Uh, Do you not recall Fife scoring 145 on Collingwood earlier in the year, Corey? Fife is like... You can't even have that in the conversation. Cause Jack, Jack McRae scored 148 on the points and last week. Just did not against anyone, to be honest. But didn't McRae score 148 probably, last week, though? Yeah, I'll probably put McRae in a higher bracket as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, just a couple just off the top of my head that I can recall, Corey. I'll probably top, have to do a digging. by the end of the year? Um, I think, well, yes. And the reason I say yes to that is because I've got players like Clayton Oliver, Matt Crouch in my team, but I'll consider Sloan better than them too. So if Sloan doesn't make my squad um, or my finishing eight kind of midfielders, then I'm thinking I don't have Sloan, but I would like him ahead of players like Oliver and Crouch. Sloan was 600,000 at the moment. Would you be talking about him? Um, yeah, well, why wouldn't I? If he was 600,000 at the moment, he'd be doing even better than what he's doing right now. So I'll say what he was doing right now and he was priced at 600K. Would I be more likely to buy him as opposed to Bontempelli? Um, I think I'd probably save the 70K. Okay. So it's just that pure that we've got a player for you just that it's such a discounted rate that it's too hard to pass up on. I think there's a couple there at a discounted rate, and if I'm picking one, Sloan's the one I'm picking. And I said that last week. No, you uh, did. No, you did. And yeah. then he came out on the weekend and, and played a stellar game again. So yeah. there's nothing wrong there. Look, great. He's the kind of player that if you need someone at such a good price with a fantastic run coming up, Port, Gold Coast, Essendon, Carlton, like it's great. Sloan's top score against Carlton's only one forty four. Um, yeah, you've got some you've got some good fixtures there. I don't know. I just worry. I'm worried about the midfield. I'm worried about how stacked it is. I know Sloan's done this before. Mm-hmm. I just so for me, Cunnington, Sloan, Bont, Merritt. Uh, Sloan, Bont, Cunnington, Merritt. You, and you think you're just leaving Cunnington out purely on name? 
Yeah, I think so. I think if I if he was more of a super coach kind of name, I'd have Cunnington ahead of Bontempelli, to if, be honest. If they were yeah. flipped scores and things like that, you would... Yeah, like, like put it this way. If um, if Bontempelli had the exact numbers that Cunnington had right now and Cunnington had the exact numbers Bontempelli had, I'd be saying Bontempelli. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah I get yeah. it. I think at the discounted rate, though, can, is there anyone else in that bracket that I'm missing? No, I mean, there's probably players there who might get to that bracket, but, I mean, there's was that Dane Zorka. I mean, with, after a 150 on the weekend, and I know... It's not just the 150. Nah, I think I'd done this last week, didn't I? Maybe I've just I think you have a look at it, but... When he'd been playing good. His last couple of months, he's had two scores sub-100, 85 right, yeah. and 88, but sort of the next worst after that's been 114. Yeah. And that's in the last eight weeks, so... Third bottom score of 114 over eight weeks is, is a fairly decent uh, record. Yeah. But right now, I mean, if you don't have players like Fife, Kelly, Neil... Oh, well, Neil kind of falls in that bracket. McRae, like, I think they're the, they're the main ones you've got to go get. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've kind of cooled off Kelly a little bit. Like, he's just barely... Now, it's interesting I kind of say that because you look at his scores over the year and he's dropped under... He hasn't dropped under 100 since round six. Um... Oh, sorry, since round five, round six was 116. But I just feel like the last three, he's, like, just getting it done, if that makes sense. Like, See, it's not more like it's... This is where it comes down to, I think, it's that expectation that comes Yeah, probably. It's that, you know, it's Josh Kelly, I think he should be scoring one. And it's also that... 40s. It's also that price tag, because he's been at 650k over the past three weeks as well, and he has not been living up to that price tag. Yeah, and so for me, like, he's the one right now. He's, I'm V-lining Josh Kelly. I'm not going for him this week, but I'm just waiting. I'm just sitting there waiting for that price to milk. If it goes yeah. to five ninety eight, whatever it drops, uh, I'll yeah. go because he's just yeah. he's that next. Le- it's that next level that you, you don't have to worry about. It's mm. you know his worst score is a hundred. I'll take that. Yep. No, I agree with that. I'm, I'm looking for Kelly to finish off my midfield too. So beautiful, Caleb Daniel owners. What the you hell do they do? What yeah. the hell do we do? What the hell does everyone else do? <clears throat> Is this worse for Marshall owners, you think, than Caleb Daniel owners? Oh, absolutely shocking for Marshall owners because um, every every dog in his owner would be trading to him. Yeah, you'd assume that most already have kind of your Dunkleys, your Bokes, your Dangerfields, uh, well, yeah, Kelly. Tim Kelly's. Yeah, so now the yep. next best in Marshall. line is the man absolutely knocking the door down, your favourite player of all time. So, um, well, I did say last week. I would have thought so. I mean, if you're getting rid of Caleb Daniel this week and you don't have uh, Marshall, then, um, yeah, Marshall it is. Uh, Scott Lysette, you give him any any credit after nah. the two scores he's put out? Oh, I couldn't care less about it. If people want to go pay 568, by all means, go for it. I ain't going anywhere fact near that. You can use him as a ruckman. Well, no. No, okay. Doesn't change your boat because if something goes along right with Gorn and. You know, you got a bonds or something. It's not handy to have the score set option there. Don't care. Don't care. I'll tell okay. you what. If if you were worried in the back end about you know what to do with Gorn or maybe Gorn over the next couple of weeks, if that Ladhams fella gets selected, I'd be just sideways in my bench rookie to Ladhams. Yeah, that's fair enough. What I would probably do is just try and hold a trade for the Ruckman department <laughs> before the back end of the year. You always want to have one or two trades even through the yep. finals because it's easy enough to kind of you know fix a midfielder with. You know, putting a rookie on the floor and taking their cheap score, but it's hard to correct a ruckman with a zero on field. Rob, at the moment, bombs before we hit up some questions. Owners of Riley O'Brien, I know you don't have him. Negative one break even, 509k. 
insane if anyone thinks about trading Rob this week? Um, no, you, you, well, put it this way, with the Gorn doubt sort of out there, I mean, he's just going to come on as you cover and probably make you another 60K. So the only logical thing I can think of, Corey, um, is that if financially you're okay between now and the back end of the year and Rob is pretty much the only downgrade you're going to do because you've got everything else all right, you've got, you know, the 400K you're going to cash in is pretty good. I don't mind the Rob to Ladhams this week only because you get a playing player. So Ladhams will probably go up just as much as Rob will this week. Um, but it really just depends on Gorn, I think. Um, you probably want Rob's score on field this week as opposed to a Ladham. So maybe if Gorn gets up, I'd half contemplate doing it. But um just depends on, on your team, your situation, and how much cash you need between now and the end of the year. Because if you don't need, you know, another, you know, 60, 80, whatever it is, you're not desperate for it. Um, I'd probably pull the trigger. However, if you're a bit tight for cash, I'd wait the extra week or two. The hardest part about that theory as well is uh, Melbourne play Carlton one ten at Sunday, and I'm almost I'm almost thinking that they will full like they'll just name Gorn and then decide wow. on Sunday whether he's going to play or not. I'm I'm confident he will get up, and the reason being that Melbourne will see this as the game they can win. Yeah, you know, if Melbourne lose this, they'll go down to second last in the ladder. Yep. And there'll be a game off the wooden spoon. So this is certainly a game they cannot afford to lose. And I dare say it, Corey, they can't win without Max Gorn. They have a Ruckman that they can't afford to lose as well, though. Well, that's right, yeah. But, I mean, in terms of ladder positioning, this is an eight-point game for them, Corey. So, you know, do they try and win this week and lose to whoever, whatever sort of Muppet team they play the week after? So be it, because it's not really an eight-point game. They're not going to make finals. Um, but do they just try and keep themselves out of the bottom two, I wonder? Well, the good thing is, is we're, only, we're, we're dealing with a pretty... It, like, it's, it's a black-and-white injury, really. The swelling goes down, he plays. The swelling doesn't go down, he doesn't play. And he would be doing everything in his power to make sure that swelling goes he's down. A I'm, he's a very professional footballer. So. I'm comfortable knowing, or thinking that he's going to play this week. Yeah. Sunday game helps too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I uh, would love to see... Well, actually, no, I wouldn't. I'd love to see Gordon rested, to be honest. I own Riley O'Brien. Well, it works out, works out best for you, yeah. Yeah, puts all... all right, let's say Let's play devil's advocate. He's out. You are sitting just outside the eight. You need wins to stay in. Does Gorn go? No, because you can't win a final series without him. So, like I said earlier, you need the win to sort of get into the eight. I'd be doing your bench ruck spot to Ladhams, if named. Sweet to Ladhams. If it all binds to Ladhams, yeah, whatever you can work out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, not a, not a bad little fan, fan theory until Ladhams gets dropped this week. And... Well, well, why would you trade? Why would you sideways Gorn to avoid a donut when you can get a Ladhams in for a 60 or 70 points? And then Ladhams just goes, remains on your bench. You don't have to use another trade to get Gorn back in to win your final series. To me, that, that's logical. Devil's advocate, Ladhams is dropped this week. Wow. <laughs> you, you ring your opponent and you say, hey, because they're more than likely going to have Gorn. Hopefully they don't have Rob. And you say, hey, let's make a no trade policy. Yeah. I'll help you out. You help me out. <laughs> Pretty much. Not a bad way to look at it. Oh, and then those late trades happen. You absolutely hate your opponent. That is um, unacceptable and that would terminate friendships in most circumstances. If Gorn was a laid out, these are the ruckmen you got to choose from. Oh, you got Cruiser, Mumford, Goldie, and Martin. 
Well, considering Goldie's there, you wouldn't even hesitate because, I mean, if Goldie wasn't there, who would you pick? Oh, sorry, if you had option of every Ruckman, who would you pick? You'd probably pick Goldie anyway. I'd take Goldie, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you're probably fortunate, yeah. Cruiser seems to just get it done from time to time as well. Mm. Do we have to worry about, um, should Marshall owners or people that are looking at Marshall be worried about the fixture that's coming up? He's got Goldstein this week, and I think I think he plays some pretty tough Ruckman moving forward. So Goldstein and then Stanley or Blitzarves. Oh, Tim English. Wow, he's going to feast in that game. Gorn, yeah. Rob, Freo, who got no Ruckman. Cruiser, and then Cal Sinclair on the way home. It's actually not a bad fixture. I thought I thought there was a couple of harder games in there. Yeah, so and, and when the you... Tough ones are probably Goldie, Gorn, and then Rob is his next hardest player. Oh, and Cruiser. He's just come up against in the last one, two, three, four, five weeks prior to the weekend. He's run into Cruiser, Lysette, uh, Wits, and Steph Martin. Obviously, Richmond, no recognised Ruckman. So, um, to be fair, oversight in uh, my Choo 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 captains on the weekend, to be honest, because he probably should have been in there. Um, the thing that I, I mean, love is the Tim English game to get you into a final. Yeah. I think I've just talked myself into getting him, even though I was already getting him, so... Yeah. I'm freaking filthy. I wasn't trading this week. You Hate will be now. I mean, yeah, yeah. you can you can never sort of just rest with this, can you? Nah. And on a Monday Nothing as well. Stress me out plan. later in the week. I don't need, I don't need to be... Nah, give it to you on a Monday. <laughs> plan. Get your head around it. Yeah. Think of every scenario. Oh, that's it. All right. Are we ready for some questions? Well... Well, I guess I have to be, don't I, Corey? I yeah, mean, it's I not, my favorite, not my favourite part away. of the day. you just got to breathe and take it easy and look, just try not to kill too many people. Well, I'll tell you, you know, I saw um, I saw Gibbo. I told you, we said earlier, I saw Gibbo at the airport. And I said to him, okay, look, Gibbo, I've got this, um, got this issue, mate. And he goes, and he's just a civil servant, Gibbons, right? He goes to me, what's, what's your issue, Bob? And I said, look, I just seem to be getting angry. And he goes, well... What do you mean angry? I go, you come around to Perth on the weekend. What could you possibly be angry about? And I said, well, look, I've got this podcast, right? And I've got these absolute tosses that ride in every week, and they talk to me about a tow hill. And he looks at me, Corey. Now, this is the, he goes, what's a tow hill? And I said, thank, Gibbo, thank you. I just I looked at him, and I just said, thank you. Enjoy your ham, cheese, toasty. And we shook hands, and off I went. Now, if anyone knows Gibson, can they send him this at the 30th? <laughs> <laughs> confirm, confirm all the noise. His name's Gibbons, Corey. <laughs> that was the conversation that happened. But look, I get it, Bonce. I get it. We've just got to take it easy, right? Now, oh. we started off with your favourite servant. Now, I'm going to apologise to the community. I know a lot of you have written questions in, but I'm basically going to skip past any questions that have teams that have Caleb Daniel. And the question was asked before the Caleb Daniel news came out because it's going to completely flip it on your head. We'll probably have a quick look at your team and give a trade suggestion on it anyway because I'm sure that's what your questions would have been about. So, Bonds, do you have the questions open? I do. We will start with your favourite... Well, he's probably not your favourite, but he's a good man. He's Uh, a con. Yeah, the Web Express. Edited after Caleb Daniel News. Thank you, the Web Express. He's definitely one of my favourites because he's always all over the forums. G'day, boys. Horta Hearn this week is locked in for me. Then looking at uh, trading Daniel to Walters, Lysette or Marshall. Thoughts on those three. Seven trades and 314k in the bank. Nice. Also, is there any merit in holding Rob and trading Gorn if he is to miss more than two to three weeks? Thanks, boys. Keep up the great work. Well, we know that Gorn's going to most likely only miss one and get up this week, so... Take that out the window. Walters, I set Marshall. 
Um, Marshall Walters Lysett. I'm the same. Oh, this guy's got Begley. He only scored 33 on the weekend. That's shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Man, I love seeing other people's teams. Does it make you feel better about yours? Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, no, nice trade. The Web Express got a pretty good team, though, so... Yeah, Horderhearn, definite trade as well. Yeah. There's only a 10-point difference between their break-evens as well, so you'd back Hearn to score 10 points more than Hall this week. I, th- I think you've got to go Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just saying before, you gave uh, Lysette a pretty big whack. I'm actually not as against Lysette as you are, either. It's that That's okay. Like t- Team-dependent thing, but I, I much what? prefer Marshall. And, and look, what the listeners will realise is they know I've been on Marshall all year, Corey. So, I mean, if I've been on Marshall all year and I'm saying, ah, don't worry about Lysette, they must know I'm on the money. Yeah, well, that's right. Um, the one thing that I do like about Lysette's game at the moment is that aggression, and he's clearly the number one. Paddy Wright is out at the end of the year. I don't see them bringing him back in anytime soon either. Lad Hams is playing a good role of pinch hitting, and they're laughing. I'll tell you what you want. You wouldn't mind someone like Lysette having a few stinky games in the back end here because he could be an option next year to start off with uh, Ryder potentially making his way from the game. Yeah, get that price down. Yeah. Um, So Ben's got Daniel. He's shot his question. Do you want to have a look at that quick team and see if you can get any trade advice? Well, you said Smith or Hoare out first. We've been big on Smith going in the past sort of month i reckon um so yeah no smith to uh hearn is, is almost immediately um walsh was just in case everyone's wondering who we're talking about yeah okay cool yeah, and, and he's um, Daniel, so he's got to fix that up or he could just play parker on field for a week yeah do you uh, i don't know do you want do you want parker and a midfielder or do you prefer Walsh and or stack with, say, Rowan Marshall. I think I prefer the, you know, the stack-Marshall combo, to be fair. Yeah, I think so do I, actually. And then yeah. you can and use, you've got enough cash in there, you can upgrade stack and Walsh next week as well. Yeah. You need to start upgrading your team, brother. Um, KC1, 220K, not sure if he should go up. He's got Caleb Daniel as well, but he's still got room for a trade. So should he grab Hearn or Sloan first? Sloan. Durs Sloan's break even 65. He's got the 47 in there right now, so he's about to leak cash. Yeah, but Sloan is about to probably increase a lot more than Dersman's going to leak. Who's he trading and, Sloan? Well, who can he trade out, Corey? Yeah, not much. Um, gee, you'd have to say Buley or Hayes would have to go. I'm inclined to say. He can't do that cause, unless he goes Caleb Daniel down. Yeah. Tough one. Yeah, yeah. Some of these questions you really just need to have a look at um, for like 10 minutes can't even, and really can't just, even, just can't even go to work something out. Enough money there. Yeah. You could play oh shit, more on a field for a week, one up, one down somewhere else. Yeah, you're in trouble there, brother. Um, yeah. Uh, Let's just stick to questions where people have actually asked questions. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, look, no, there's a lot of questions. The time constraints, it's hard to sort of sit down I've and got to, I've got to look push at through them and... because a lot of these questions completely change now. Yeah. Um, uh, Hearn, Stewart, Ryan. This is oh, sorry, that's wrong. Uh, thanks, guys. I've kept Whitfield of Sicily. Got a sister. Sedgy Ferg. Sedgy back. Hello, my brothers. Hope I don't get shot for this one. But is Monday an F six option? I know his scoring's dropped the right off. If he gets back to the early season form, the price is a steal. Does anyone know how much time in the midfield he has now, post earlier in the season? 
Corey, I don't even want to dignify that one with a response. He's not an option. He's not even a not even an F10 option for I me. I think we've just got that much value up forward now, don't we? That how funny Corey, is, we, how funny is we've it got six that, players, six or seven players who clearly average over a hundred, and um, the bloke wants to talk about David Mundy. Well, okay. Uh, Dylan Royal, Bombs, I don't know why I'm reading this, but you probably need an ego booster here. Hey, lads, love the pod, especially the Bombs. He's the GOAT. And again, <laughs> I freaking love the GOAT emoji on this website. It's so good. Thinking of trading both Hoare and Parker to get Chol and Hearn. Leaves me with two upgrades, eight trades, and 145k in the bank. Only issue is he has D Clark at M8. Should I look at finishing my mids and playing both Logan Ainsworth via DP or get Hearn now? No, 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 you can play Dylan Clark at M8 for now. Yeah, I think so. Because how many teams yeah. are you playing that have really like finished their midfield, but ha- like haven't aren't super behind anywhere else? Like Dill Dill Clark versus other rookie. Dill Clark's probably winning good. most rookie matchups. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, too easy. Uh, scroll down. We've got uh, Bevo three nine eight eight. He's got his team there. Uh, g'day boys, sorts this week. I'm in a bit of a thin up forward, but was thinking Al Baker and Hall to Hearn and Chol. Not sure about Chol's job security though. Oh, he's got Cottrell and Butts. Nah, you don't, you don't want to touch. Um, you certainly don't want to touch. I don't Chol. think you want to be touching Chol now. The fact that you got Young and Cottrell in your team as well, and Caleb Daniel. You know what though? He might have to go Chol Baker to Chol. Oh, no, now you need to go Baker up. How much cash? Oh, yeah, Baker up. He's got yeah, money you can there. Do it. You go Baker up, Daniel up. Yep. Who's right, the... we're talking Marshall? Who's the other one? Um, which is the one that he seems to be clearly missing. Well, Heaney that everyone else has. Yeah, but I don't know if I. I don't know. How, what do you reckon about Heaney? Nah, not... there's a lot of other players I'd be picking before Heaney. I think. Yeah, and and I just feel Walters is probably just a little bit overs at the moment in terms yeah, of his price. Probably wouldn't be going Walters. Um, who like, else? What, like, Walters will be the guy that I want, but he's for me he's just overs at the moment. Um, oh, Daniel Daniel was just the one. He was the one you probably didn't want to get injured, to be honest, because he's kind of just sitting there doing his thing right at that. I think he was the definite. Is the hundred k in your pocket, Heaney over Walters? I mean, is that worth a hundred k in your pocket? Because you couldn't pick Billings. What about Lost? You could you could pick Zebel. Uh, I, I, could, I couldn't personally couldn't touch Lysette. I couldn't justify 560k for Lysette, Corey. I don't mind the Zebra one, to be honest. There are some low scores that are just mixed in between some high scores, though. But his role, hasn't that changed? I mean... Yeah, no, but you have a just... look. It's like 101, 112, 68, 140, 50, 110, 133, 80, 121. Mm-hmm. Like, he's good, he's good, but he's bad can kind of be... Pretty bad. Detrimental. What, Walters what four doesn't score 80s? And yeah, no, what no, four I, I doesn't score an 80, though? I agree with that. His last... I think yeah, Walters I don't know. is the one. I think Walters is. I think you pay it. It's 570, though. Know, and he's probably... Shit, and he's dropping, too. And he's dropping, yeah. Like, if Walters came out and scored a 110 on the weekend, you're not hesitant at yeah, all right no, now. Exactly Let's face it. But we Walters, also have to remember that... The last couple of weeks have been all right, too, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, look, uh, yeah, I just think the 100... 119, is his last three weeks. Look, he's not setting the world on fire, but the 100K in your pocket, Especially I can kind of... 
Yeah, I can kind of justify it because this guy here is probably short in a few trades as well. Um, so he's using two trades this week. His money will be gone. He has six trades left. He still needs to upgrade or Logue stack as well. So I agree with you. I think you have to so get Heaney. Yeah, get Heaney because, um, yeah, you just need to save yourself a few dollars. Yeah. All right. Because that potentially saves a trade, yeah. Don't mind it. So many people in the community have Daniel. I don't, really don't know if we've done it. Have a look at this next one, Bonks. This is where it gets a little bit tricky. This is Josh uh, Josh Roberts. I haven't even read his question out, but I'm just having a look at the team. And he's got Caleb Daniel here right now, but he's only got 20K. So he can't yeah. go up to Marshall. Yeah, so, what, so the conundrum is who does he downgrade? Yeah. I mean, mm. is it Corbett to Charles and Daniel up for what? five trades left. I wouldn't do Corbett. Corbett's got the potential to come back in. Do you do Young? Young to Chol. Even if it's for a one-week game, eh? you get Daniel up because his but team's pretty much done. Aside from left. You need that last midfielder. Yeah, five yeah. trades for one midfielder, it's doable. Yeah. Even if he has to go two down, one up. Yeah, no, that's not, okay. not looking at a luxury trades in finals, but it's potentially going to get you there kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. What was his question? Because the Werex just tried to finish your team before doing luxury trades. They thought whether you'd condone trading an underperforming a premium, most likely Sicily to Josh Kelly, uh, and then run low till he can afford another defender. I don't think so. I think you finish that team. As shit as Sicily's been, if he goes and plays down back, he is capable of averaging 90 to 100 for the rest of the year. Yeah. I mean, 83 wasn't the worst score you could have done on the weekend. Playing a team that absolutely butchered and putting the ball in forward at the moment too. So, nah, nah, definitely agree with the Web Express and you don't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, beautiful. Got a question where a guy doesn't own. Daniel, this is all right. Hey, guys, four trades left after this week and one upgrade left with no cash. Should I be trying to get that last spot filled ASAP or should I hold back in case of entry? No cover on the back bench but have wrought up the rankings over the buys. PS, B train. <laughs> Bombs has been spot on with Marshall. <laughs> Finally, some recognition from a great work group. Where your fans come from? Corey, I'll tell you now. There's a few of them. There's a few of them out there, and I'm surprised I'm not getting stopped in the streets at the moment, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so what's his question? Okay. Does he, look at, does he look at getting that trade to Logue? So he's obviously used two no. trades this round. I don't know no, what no, he's No, that's done. okay. Nah, you hold Logue. You hold Logue yeah. up until your final series. Yeah, you hold Logue up and, yeah, and that's right. Just ride it out because you don't know what injuries are kind of going to happen and that. You're in a pretty good spot, actually. He's actually got some playing players. He's, I think, evidently brought in Chol this week. I might reconsider that trade unless he brought him in on his second or first game, uh, which that Okay, yeah, so he's gone one down and probably one up somewhere else. Yeah, just question whether Chol is the right move. However, Chol is probably an okay move for this guy yeah, considering 100%. Parker. I, I think Chol is a perfect move for this guy. Because Parker's on yep. bench and Parker will play every single week to the end of the year, bar an injury. Yeah, no, this is the one instance where I think Chol is 100% the good trade. So, give you the rundown. Dunkley, Dangerfield, Marshall, Boat, Cali, Heaney is his forward line. And he's got Parker as uh, F7 and he's brought in Chol at F8. I think if Chol's at F8 and you've got a playing F7, it's fine. Yep. Yep. Chol just can't be, or he can't push a non-playing player, someone... Who was that guy who picked up from St Kilda? Uh, uh, young. Young, or, you know, a Corbet or someone like this or that other Gold Coast, Pete Burgess or whoever it is. Oh, no, he's a defender, isn't he? Yeah. Um, you just can't have one of those run in 
as your F7 right now. So if, if Chol is your only kind of non-playing player potentially in a couple of weeks, and that's okay as F8. If you play for league, so this is one thing that I've kind of got to stress to people. If you play for league and you're running low on trades, you've got to be a little bit careful about how hard you go. Bonds, there's a reason why I'm sitting in Divi 2, and it, yep. it is because I went too hard too early in that year. I, yep. I, I traded so hard to make finals, Walters, Goldstein, everyone else. I traded so hard to make finals, I finished in the eight and got relegated on total points because I played with donuts for the back end of the year because of injuries yep. that happen. Mm-hmm. Live and learn. And unfortunately, I think this year there's going to be quite a few. We've been spoiled with injuries this year. I mean, what's the worst thing we had? I think we have. Well, us personally, yeah, Matt Crouch yeah. and obviously um, Whitfield at the moment. Yeah, good point. But I don't know. He's on I, his I, second stint. I do feel like that we have been very spoiled for injuries. We haven't had many. We have. I mean, Fife had an early sort of game missed or whatever, but we were smart enough not to have him at the start of the year. Yep. No. Um, Crouch is getting through a year. Brad Crouch, that is. Yep. And, and yeah. we've had great cash gain. I can't wait till we go back to a year of absolute carnage again. I can't wait till Tazzy's team gets introduced in about 2026 and we can just have all Tasmanian <laughs> players on our old, as rookies on our bench. That we had with Gold Coast and GWS for a couple of years. And, and then Essendon drug saga, so let's bring that, some of that stuff back. Yeah. Well, let's not bring the drug saga back. We'll, well, well, let's not bring the drug saga back, but let's bring a lot of rookies uh, back. Yeah. You know <laughs> Evan Stamakos, what do you do with Hooley? He's leaking cash. I already have Hearn, Laird, Lloyd, and Crisp in the defence. Uh, that's one player that I think is kind of playing all right, going under the radar, actually, at the moment, is your boy, Jackie Crisp. Uh, should I go down to Ryan or just cop the loss this week? Uh, cop the loss on this bloke. I have 10 trades left at the start of this week and ranked about 2K. Love your work, fellas. The bloke Hooley, wants to trade. talk about it because we said it all year. There was a reason we passed on Hooley. And it was because Short was going to come back. Yep, and we saw what that did instantaneously. Um, yeah, now Basher's not. I'm not. Look, I'm not a fan of Basher Hawley. Um, however, gee, if you've got him already, you kind of have to ride it, don't you, Corey? I think you do. Five hundred and one k dropped to sixty, still averaging one hundred point six four. I think you have to ride it, and you have to hope that they just say, Basher, take this game by the scruff. You know, ninety to one hundred from here on in. I mean, bloke's got 10 trades. We can't see how many more trades he needs to upgrade his team, but by the sounds of it, he's only got five defenders um, at the moment. So I'd be wanting to upgrade kind of like your last defender spot before you worry about trading or sideways in a premium, yeah. or so-called premium. You hold, you hold, you take the finals. I get it. You're ranked about 2K, but you make that trade and then Basher starts flying. You're kicking yourself for making the trade. Um, I get it. You're frustrated, but... You made your decision. I think you got to live with it until finals, to be honest. Um, because it's a, you know, 10 trades. Get Basher at F, uh, D8 at the end of the year. Um, Shoey Dewey. Maybe D7. But Sorry? Maybe D7, not D8. That'd be a pretty uh, stacked defence. That's what I meant. Sorry. Shoey yeah. Dewey. Uh, how are we, boys? The shoe man is back at it again after a week off. I'll tell you what. Jeez, take a week off to go. Just thinking about the 450k salary cap boost after slaughtering Rob next week is making me come express all over myself. But anyway, that's next week. Back to this week. And this week, trades ideas. Thinking of going Setterfield straight to Marshall to complete my forward line. Any suggestions as to what else I should do? 
uh, what I should look at doing, if anything. Cheers, Corey. And, oh, here we go. <laughs> bon Festicles. Bon Festicles. Oh, Jesus, Corey. The names just getting worse and worse week by week, don't they? Um, <laughs> hey, that's a good trade. <laughs> yeah, well, it's set straight. Well, set is going to have a low break even, isn't he? 35. Yeah, um, so, but again, so is Marshall, yeah. So is Marshall's break even, so there's no point. I mean, there's no point waiting the week when they're going to rise equally, if not Cedar Field maybe a little bit less. Man, I actually didn't really think too much about how good, like, it, that bank is going to look after moving Rob out. I, yeah, I think I've I'm ne- too emotionally attached to Rob. I've never had that thought, Corey, because yeah, I, um, I, I had that drunken Easter this week, this year. So, I, and there's a reason. How honestly? How many photo? How how often do you get that photo of Rob looking his, like he's from 1990? Text to you in our group. <laughs> um, it's it's a matter of um, not how often, Corey, but what time of the day does it get sent? You actually almost yeah. get it every day. <laughs> Oh, it's oh, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm too emotionally like attached. I don't want to move him. I just hey, I'll tell you what I did though. Look, I might not have got him in classic Corey, but I got him in our keeper league in yeah. in the draft this year, and uh, I'll be reaping benefits probably for the next decade. He's so good. I love him. He just looks like he looks like he's 12 years old trying to learn how to kick a football. <laughs> I absolutely love him. When he snags a goal, too, does he not get up and about? Um, did we answer it. this guy's question? No, yeah, did the trade. I like it. Little yeah. Um, Daniel Goldman. <laughs> good, good day, Corey and Bonzilla. I think this guy's uh, just had a look at me pants, Corey. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm sitting at 257. I'm playing for overall. Should I go hard and chase Hearn, buying two of my last four trades, or just back in Hall? Team attached below. See, now this is, this is where... No offense, Daniel. I know you've traded hard this year to, to get your team to where it is, and it's in a bloody lovely position. And he sent this before Caleb. Daniel got injured. And this is why I'm going to say this is where I get excited. Because I've got people like this that are ranked just below me that have gone this hard this early to get to this spot. And I think between now and the end of the year, this guy's going to have a couple of things probably go wrong with injury or upgrades or things like that. And, yeah, mm. you'll keep soldiering on. But uh, Caleb Daniel is, is your first one. That is absolutely cooked you. What do we do? He's got I think he's got a, he's, for the rest of the year. Yeah, he does. I think he does. Because the combination of Hearn and Baker is worse than the combination of, well, is it? Hoare and whoever he's, say, Walters? I think I like Hearn and he Baker can't, better, he can't actually. go to Walters. But why? He doesn't have enough money. Yeah, he's going to do two trades, though. So he's going to do one up, oh, one down. No. We assume I, that. I don't think you can do a double trade with this team, mate. Well, he's got to get rid of Daniel. Yeah, you probably got to go down. Daniel down to Hearn, and he could probably do Hall. No, you can't go. Oh, can, he, can he? He can go. Oh, he not. can go. Oh, no, you don't want to do Daniel or Hearn because then you're going to trade Hall. Um. I don't know. I'm a bit lost here. Gardner can go forward. Ainsworth can go back. Um, yeah. Anyways, he's got to trade Daniel. Whatever the whatever the scenario, he's got yeah, to trade Daniel. Get Daniel. I think he, I don't think you can use two trades. I think you got to trade Daniel. You're probably got to hold Marty Hall for as long as you possibly can with his team. Well, what's he do? He plays for overall. All right, he plays for overall. Is it just like 
screw it, let's just go for it. Wait a week on Hearn, fix up Daniel this week, use two trades, upgrade Horder Hearn next week, and try and finish the season out with one trade. I mean, realistically, this team, this this trade position, he would be pretty lucky to finish in the top 3K, to be honest. I think the same thing, but do you just go, do you just go for broke? Because what's the Well, he plays for overall, so if he's not in any leagues yet, yeah, you have to. Yeah, because well, what's wouldn't the worst that happens, finishes top 1,000? I mean, what's the best hey, that happens, finishes top 1,000? Worst if you that finish, happens, finishes 30 or 1,000. If you finish 150 or 74,000, Corey, the prize money is exactly the same. Exactly, my point. Oh, you're not, you're not winning it from here, though. No, I don't think this guy is, man. No, he's 900 points behind first, so... Um, yeah, I think, I think you, you make it and you move on. You get Daniel and figure it out from there. Uh, I'll make Jezza. I oh, know this is the different, I freaking do this every single week. Um, <laughs> this is the original Jezza. Is it worth upgrading a rookie? Probably Oscar Baker to Cunnington or Jally. That's a big upgrade. Trading to Covenant with me, leave me with enough cash to upgrade Goldie to Gorn when he comes down in a few weeks. Should I trade in the Primo now? Um, as I'm already late, or wait another week for Baker to go up with a few thousand and for Cunnington and Jelly to come down a few thousand. Thanks, lads. Bonfalicious. Well, if he's running low on trades, I'll do the option where he waits a little bit and he can potentially all get it done without having to use an extra trade there. So um, ultimately, you want Josh Kelly and Max Gorn in this situation. And if waiting a week is going to reduce funds to the point where uh, you'll be able to get it done with... Without uh, sort of you know, with one more trade in the well, bank kind of thing, then I'd wait. Funny too, because you could wait this week for Cunnington if you really wanted Cunnington. You could probably wait two or three weeks for J- Josh Kelly, and you could probably wait three to four for Gorn. Yeah, just with the and if you're in a good position, and if he's in a good position in uh, his league ladder, then that's not a concern. Yeah. Uh, thanks what, for calling me Bonfilicious. <laughs> that excites me. Uh, Justin Iris, hey guys, what trade do you reckon this week? Justin's been a long fan of the show too. Shout out to mm. you, Justin. Bake it to 102k random. Dersman or no, stop him there. There's no. Just no. Young to Chol, Dersman or Hall. Hearn. Dersman or Hearn. Who does he want to do to Hall? To Chol? Chol? Well, Young's not coming back in the team, so that's a bit of a same-same trade, isn't it? And if it gets your upgrade done, then, yeah, probably. Yeah. And Baker's still got cash to make. And Dersman's going to lose. Oh, Dersman's going to lose cash as well. He's going to leak. Yeah, I'd do it. Um, yeah, I think I like to as well, actually. Uh, thanks, fellas. Thanks, fellas. And then it was hashtag Bonsnana. Oh, he did, he did attach his team, too. Shit, should have just scrolled down, first of all. Uh, let's see if there's anything else. Oh, nice midfield. Uh, oh, that back line. <laughs> Ooh, nine trades left. He's still got to get Smith, Dersma, Logue up. Yeah, he's trying to get one of them. He's trying to get Hearn in this week, which is the right he's move. Got to trade Caleb Daniel now too as well. Paul Bastard. Mm. Ouch. Daniel or Marshall. And then... Oh. Yeah. Daniel or Marshall... Oh, it doesn't leave him much money to... You go Dersman or Chol, I think, with that. I think he's got to do it. Because you've got to move Dersman before he starts leaking. You sent... No, you can't send Gardner back down back. He's got a zero. Oh, teams are going to be interesting for this fella. Mm. 
you just got to fix up Daniel and then probably wait a week, I think. you got to do something about Dursmer and Smith, though. Mm. Yeah, it's tough. Agreed. Um, Jonathan Cram, hey, fellas, it's great to have Bretta back and we could finally get some good super coach advice. Uh, I'll tell you what, this Jonathan, he can cramo somewhere at the, that, the sun don't shine. Week, team Bretta forever, Corey Bomfer. He's absolutely, this just absolutely whacked us and now he's asking for our help. Would you consider upgrading Lockhart to Hearn and also Robbie Gray to Scott Lysette? Since the rest of my team is full primo, I could see Scott Lysette maybe being another role marshal for the rest of the year. Well, Corey's not getting advice from me because he said, Corey or Bretta, would you consider? So he's not interested in my opinion. Oh, oh so he actually obviously rates me. That's good. He's <laughs> me a little bit quiet. Lockhart to yeah. Hearn, absolutely love that. The Robbie Gray to Scott Lysette, though, I'm not absolutely sold on that because you've got Gray there as the option already. I do love Scott Lysette, so you'd have to have a shitload of trades and being in a really, really good posse to do that. But Robbie Gray also gives you that midfield forward line swing too. Um, and I know Scott Lysette's that right cover, but you can always save the trade to fix someone else. So the trade you'd use for Robbie Gray and Scott Lysette is that luxury kind of M9 F7 move or with Scott Lysette instead of the Ruckman. But you've already got that in Robbie Gray, so you can almost hold that Keep your team how it is. Hope Gray can pop a few good couple of weeks or whatever he does. And then at the back end, if someone was to get injured, then use that trade to fix someone. Because hypothetically, say you do the Gray to Lysette, you're one of your midfielders goes down. You've got a Clayton Oliver. Clayton Oliver goes down. And you've wait. Robbie Gray's there, no longer there to cover you. But instead of trading Gray to Scott Lysette, you can use, you'd use that trade and keep Robbie Gray as that loophole option. Did that kind of make sense, Bombs? So instead of using the trade on that, use it as a premium trade. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't listening. That's fine. I don't... (laughs) Uh, Another question with Caleb Daniel. Poor bastard. Um, This guy's looking... I'm going to throw two names here. I'm not going to read the question. Um... You know what? I will. Steve, Corey and Bombs, I'm enjoying the podcast and content. That's probably why I'm going to read the question. Best thing business. Man. I'm playing for Cash League and I'm sitting fourth and should make finals. I've got 11 trades and 79k in the bank. Need to finish the back line and midfield. My plan was Whitfield in a couple of weeks, but this week I'm targeting either Salem or Crisp at D6. Can afford Stuart but need 20 to 30k for future upgrades. What do you think? He's also got Stuart. Daniel too, which is a pain in the ass. Yeah, you certainly buy Stuart. Uh, don't you? Oh, 100%. I went to Stuart last yeah. week. I wouldn't have even thought about Chris or Daniel. Uh, Salem, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, he needs to get Daniel to Dunkley somehow. Am I looking at the right team? Yep. Steve-O? Yep. Daniel to Dunkley. Um, and, well, do. look, he's... he's but uh, he's sitting comfortably. He's fourth in his league, 11 trades. He's How many upgrades you got to do? One, two... And two in the back line. And now Caleb Daniels bullshit. Okay, so he, he can afford to trade Daniel. That's what I'm just trying to work out at the moment. Okay, yeah, so Daniel to Marshall or Dunkley? I'm, going, the other. I'm still going Dunkley in that. Yep, I think so too. Yeah. Um, don't know what the price difference is. Who's cheaper? Uh, Marshall's Dunkley's, cheaper, I think. I'd probably go Marshall. Okay. Because this guy here was worried about 20, 30 grand before. I mean, Fair that enough. Marshall there could be important. Douglas, 623. Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't even think you can do it. Yeah, so you do go Royal Marshall. Yep. Um, 
And balls, what do you want to do? Sell him oh, or Christmas got, D6? You've got to have a look now. He's got Dozma. No, he's not going to be able to do another upgrade this week. Yeah, so, no oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is Joyce playing? I don't think so. I think I have a feeling he is. He's 164k, and hasn't he played? Didn't he play early? Darryl he might Joyce, not be scored. Nah, he's only played three games. Didn't play last yeah, but, week. His really? last game, round one, round seven, round 11. Gee, you can't he's trust got that. some consistency. Let him have a crack at it. Um, gee, you really want to go Dersma up? You can't go Daniel down. down. He's got to hold Dersma. He's got to sacrifice the cash that that, that position there is going to leak. Yeah. Only because he can't run the donut this week. Although, if he does do the donut this week, he said he's in a good position. He's in the top four. He reckons he'll make finals pretty comfortably. If that's the case, you could almost just cop the loss this week by having the donut in the forward line with Daniel out, fix up your Dersma thing. However, if you're looking Daniel to Marshall, Marshall is going to increase a lot more than Dersma is going to go down. So if it's a cash thing, yeah, Daniel Daniel to Marshall, I think, and probably only the one trade this week for this fellow. Yeah, hold Dersma, lose a little bit of cash, and then do the double trade next week. Yeah, if the right sort of situation presents itself, yeah. Um, Arazia Fantasio. Uh, g'day, lads. Thoughts on Blakely? This is one that I liked on the weekend. Looks like he's finally made that move into the midfield. I'm playing purely for league after some shit-ass early season decisions, and Freo doesn't have a bad run home. Thinking of Matty, <laughs> thinking of Perth Cletus, Matty Parker, for Chole and Burgess or Ainsworth to Blakely. P.S. I'm hey. Team Bonfa. Those are no, the vlogs gave you a... <laughs> A pizzling last week, but you were BOG, big fella. I don't know how you can be well, BOG when you say four words for the whole podcast, Fantasio. Hey, Corey, Bloody peanut. It's about the impact that you have on, on, the, on the listeners. <laughs> real, it's... real, real um, what was that, guys? Uh, freaking out, Cyril kind of game. Almost yeah, real Cyril kind of game, that's right. Um, hey, what's this guy's question? Blakely. No, you don't get Blakely. Come on, that'd be stupid. Tell you what, though. Um, that was a good game on the weekend. Corey. I was there. I was there. I could not count how many touches he had. Could be Caleb. Not Caleb Daniel. I could be Caleb Daniel two point eight. Corey, just look at his two. Look at his two weeks prior to that, Corey. I mean, you can't. You 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 can't buy it. Yeah, Corey. I'm okay with that, but you can't buy him yet. His break even's eighty eight. It's not like it's fifteen. If he was on the waiver wire and he still is on a draft leg, and you haven't picked him out, you're an idiot. But yep. Yep. Anyway, that's my that's my point of view. He's not yet. I'm the same. You got you got other players around there too. Um, did like the look of his game last week, but it could be take your word bombs an anomaly. So yeah, play on. Uh, next question, please tell me. I don't know. He's got Caleb Daniel, so fix Caleb Daniel. Oh, we got Axis anyway. I want to have a look at the team. Good day, lads. I'm ranked 170th overall, and have been for about three weeks and looking to move as high as I can. What should I do? I think I need a whole thing. I've only got four trades. Uh, let's have a look, Bons, and see. Is that is his picture not loading for you? Yeah, that's correct. So, so I, I think can't this see guy screenshotted team. his team before it loaded. Potentially. Because all I can see is Caleb Daniel and Warple. Yep, so trade Caleb Daniel, and that's all you can say. Uh, Max Uren, hey, boys, love the pods. Keep it up. Going to bring in Hearn this week for Hall, but need some cash for a mid, even though Hine has already had a price rise. Would it be a bad option to choose him? Yes. Yeah, I hate these questions. You never pay an extra 80k for a player. Would you prefer to pay 171 for Hines or get 102k non-playing for uh, midfielder? It depends if that midfielder was M10. Yep. 
Or M11, sorry, M11. Even if that M10 midfield is M11. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, M11. If it's M11, I'm happy with the 102k, not M10. Next team, please tell me you don't have. Oh, this guy hasn't got a picture of him. Uh, Daniel, Timmy Turner. Hey guys, loving the pods as always. Home to Hall, he thinks. Yep. Uh, but would love to trade Gus Brayshaw to Sloan. Yep. But would still have. Would still leave me with one rookie on field in mid and Logas D six with seven trades. That's fine. Yeah, good that, position. That's good. If you don't have Caleb Daniel, that team's looking alright too. Man, I love seeing Cunnington in people's teams. Actually, love it. You just uh, maybe we should inform the listeners what happened in keeper keeper uh, draft league during the week, Corey. I actually traded Ben Cunnington to you. So we made a trade in the keeper draft in our keeper draft. So Bombs hit the draft. We'll give you the rundown just for those who don't know. Bombs hit. It's a catch keeper league. Bombs hit the draft early in the season. Decided he was drafting for the future. So the idiot drafted names like Sam Walsh. Tom Mitchell, Doherty, with all these early picks. <laughs> now, I will give it to you, Bonds, because if you drafted properly early in this draft, you would be winning the league by the length of the Flemington Straits. Because some of your late picks included names like Travis Boak, Cunnington, Stewart, Stewart and Zeeble. a couple of others. Zebul. Yep. Now, I must say, three of those players... I picked up Rob off the waiver wire. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so you would be absolutely flying. However, yeah. me and Bombs have done a lot of business in our draft league. Trade, we have yes. trades of future picks and things like that as well. And this week, I gave you Matt Crouch and Darling for Cunnington and Stewart and an exchange yeah. of picks in the future as well. On the, I and think uh, points scored on the weekend. I think you actually won that trade. I think, uh, well, Darling scored a 123 and Crouch 109. So what's that, 231? Yeah, something like that. And what did um, Stewart... And Cunnington? and Cunnington 140. Yeah, I think I would have pipped him by about four or five yeah. points. And I ended up with a lot of draft picks coming back my, my way as well. So, look, and I just wanted Matt Crouch there as a purely just an absolute animal midfielder for the next uh, sort of six or seven years next to Sammy Walsh. And I'm going to have Cunnington for this season, and then he's probably going to be shit again. <laughs> You've got no choice but to keep him, I reckon. If he's finished the uh, average in 115, there's no way you can we drop play that. play eight keepers, by the way, too, so it's heaps better and heaps plays on field, so that makes the draft more interesting. And mm. I now have to... I've gunned for this year, purely this year only, so if I don't win it this year, I've yeah. no chance. Now, Bonfire, can you do me a favour and click page two for me? Already there, mate. And I've just seen this photo. It is hilarious. Um, don't know where the hell he's pulled this from. This picture. Might have this on Twitter or something. He must have. Oh, this is this is gold. That is actually a very good. Uh, he's even gone the extent of the Rowan Marshall badge. Yeah, he's done a good job. Um, to <laughs> if you haven't brilliant. seen this photo, it is up on our Twitter as you're listening to it. This is an absolute classic. Um, did you just tweet it out, did you? I've, I've, I'm about to tweet it now. So yeah, um, the time is 10.43 p.m. So if you're looking where you can find it, uh, scroll backwards because it is absolutely gold. Mate, I can tell you what, this picture's not even on my Twitter. Where's he got it from? I got a smart bunch in the world. He must have found me Facebook and he's just absolutely stalked the daylights out of is that, that. Is that little blonde fella, is that Toehill? I, don't, I would have thought so. I would not know oh, what he looks like. Underneath. I wish this bonflet would look at me the way he looks at Toe Hill. Absolute gold. <laughs> Absolute gold. Two in the Lipinski, you are uh, a gun. Uh, Bonds, do you mind reading out the next question while I just go tweet this off on Twitter? 
Yeah, mate, go for it. So, Brody Leach, good day, Corey Bonfart. And hopefully, Brett again. Yeah, sorry to disappoint you, Leach, man. Um, Max Gorn's out this week and no bench cover. Do we trade him and bring him back when he's fit rather than copying a donut? Is Jack Redham worth a look? I know that sounds iffy, but he's triple tonned and could be a good. P-O-D, okay, pod. pod. Um, <laughs> don't carry on like a knucklehead, Bontard. Check his scores. Now, he said this the other week. Bontard, that won't be an acceptable uh, use of language there, leech man. Um, yeah, Corey, fair income, Jack Redden. Is he seriously he, – I'm not even going to respond to that. No, um, Max Gorn, I think – Jack Redden, you superstars. I think we've covered this Max Gorn thing. I think if it's one week and you're really desperate to have a player on field, Ladhams gets picked. I think you just sideways your bench rookie to Ladhams and just cop that for the week. It's I think it's worth saving the trade you have to use to get Gorn back in at a later date. Very good. Keep going. I saved it as a web image instead of pig. So. Oh, here we go. Damiano. Hey, lads. Damo here. No shit considering your name. I've doubled down this week. Setters to Chol. And Burgess to Ladham, protection from Gorn being possibly laid out. Don't mind that. From 50k in the bank to almost 300k, which I'll use next week to upgrade one line to a full primo. Is this the right call? Or should I be doing something else that I'm missing? Running short on trades and still need three more to upgrade. Um, still need to upgrade, sorry, three more positions, one in each line bar the ruck. Yeah, he's running short on trades, that's for sure. And um, the moment, well, no, he can't even do Corey. Have a look at this team. He's running short on trades. And have you seen his forward line? Dunkley, Dangerfield, Boat, Callihini. That's acceptable. Yep. Bynes at uh, F6 and Chole, and then Gardner. So when Chole gets dropped in two weeks, you you'll be looking to yeah, – you've got a zero and you've got no trades to kind of get that player up to anyone. Do not get Chole. You cannot afford to get rid of Setterfield at this stage. You need to hold Setterfield there as F6. Yeah, and considering that, considering that as well, I wouldn't even be getting Ladhams to cover for Gorn, considering the lack of trades you have at the back end here. All right, look, I think that maybe I might jump back on uh, on the questions right now, just so uh, fans don't just keep getting whacked again. Um, <laughs> thanks for sending it in, brother. Be maybe a little bit. He's already used two this week, so he'd still have six left. Had eight going, eight trades. Well, he's got six left, but he's got to somehow upgrade Chol to a premium, Haitley to a premium, and Loeb to a premium. That's not going to happen. Yeah, ouch. No chance that's going to happen. So he can't afford to get rid of Setterfield and bring in Ladhams at this point. Yeah, no, I agree there. Um, oh, the Web Express, he was all over it too. Okay. Uh, Damino's covered half the bloody feet here. Um, scroll down, scroll down. Tom. Uh, hey guys, started listening to this pod this season and can't get enough. I'm asking my first question because I'm desperate. Tom, <laughs> welcome aboard, my friend. And I'll tell you now, he's really scraping the bottom of the barrel. It's a, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, make sure he's got uh, the Brisbane Lions. Who is that little player in his Brisbane Lion cover photo? They can't tell, but um, probably Daniel Rich. I'm in a league at work and have dropped the last three games, eight five on the season, put my team in eighth position. Only have eight trades left and plenty of headaches. As I'm playing for lead and sliding fast, is it a wise move? Is it wise to move on injured premiums despite having two rookies still to upgrade? Thinking Daniel and Cripps, if he's out for a few more weeks, to Marshall and Cunnington or McRae and Zeeble. No, you don't move Cripps. I'm actually pretty okay with um, Setterfield covering for Daniel for a few weeks. Yeah, okay. This is a great way to, this is a great way to have a look at this team, actually. Um, 
So what do we got? Eight trades left. Now, you don't move Cripps, so Cripps stays. And you got to hope that he's back in this week, or you got to go Haitley and Baker as well. If Cripps stays, you've got the luxury of looping Dylan Clark and Haitley this week. The only reason I bought in Haitley was because I had a look, and I know you've got the double loophole for two weeks. Caleb Daniel can go to the bench instead of Field can come on field. Yeah, but he's eighth in the ladder. Just, sorry, I just reread the question, Corey. That mm. saves a trade there. What else can he do to try and get things going? Um, I think, I think. now, hear me out. You can trade I someone. I forgot he saw it. He it was cheers, Mr. Anton Tonehill. <laughs> we purposely leave things like that out here, Corey, at the yeah, elites. Thank you. Um, if it's possible... Could this guy here um, work out a way to get Setterfield into his midfield via a bit of DPP, I wonder? Because um, if he Baker. could, he could. Baker's not a forward, is he? No. But yeah, you, so, no, yeah you can kind of trade Baker. Um, I don't think that helps. He's got Garner. He's got a plain defender. I think I just I move on um, Daniel, I think, this week. I just do Daniel to Marshall, and I'll probably just leave it at that. I think that's all he can do. Luxury trade, so you can drop one upgrade here, drop two upgrade here. What's that leave us with? That's five trades. That's still three going into finals. Daniel has to go. Daniel has to go to Marshall. He can make that trade. Um, and then you just let your rookies, your on-field rookies generate cash. Let's face it, before last week, we are comfortably saying that Dylan Clark and Haitley can cover you for the next couple of weeks. They should, especially with Stockholm not in the team being kind of like a loophole for that. And I know this week you can loophole, next week you... You, I, I don't know because I've got the North Melbourne boy, um, but potentially with Stockholm, I know this week you definitely can. So you have a look at that. Um, Don't go... What was his upgrade? Don't go trading Crips. Do not trade Chris. No, no. I don't care if he's there. Certainly don't do it. Do not yeah. trade him. Because you cannot, even if you make the finals, I don't think you can win this at the back end, at the back end without Cripper. Yep. Uh, well, you probably could. Just make it a bit tougher. Oh, are you telling me that Cripper's not beating your other midfielder by four weeks straight? Well, he's missing a fair few midfielders, Corey. He's missing McRae. Um, he's missing Josh Kelly. So he's only got... But he was looking he's, at Huntington for cash. Yeah, but, like, let's think about this. He upgrades that last midfielder spot. He gets either Kelly or McRae. And so if he's sideways in Crips, you'd either go to Kelly or the other one of Kelly or McRae, wouldn't you? So Kelly versus Crips and or Crips versus McRae on any given week could go either way. Yeah, but that's not the way you're looking at it because your opponent most likely has Kelly and McRae. So when it's head-to-head, it's Crips versus where does this guy not have? Crips versus... Oh, he's got Matt Crouch, but... Cornelio. You know, Crips versus... Might be Chris Cornelio. Crips versus Yo. Like... Yeah, Crips well, he's got some Matt sucky Crouch. midfielders, but we like, can't change those. Yeah, Crips. but that's why you don't move Crips. Mm. I mean, Josh Kelly and McRae are just as likely to score big scores. So you got to understand, he's eight, so he loses this week, he drops out. He's still got, what, three weeks after that to get wins and get in there? Yeah, look, Corey, I'm not advocating him to trade Crips. I'm just, just being a bit of devil's advocate. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel goes, though. I freaking love Daz. Last week, I was called a moron by a certain member for suggesting Bewley M10 to Owies. <laughs> and Dersma up. Well, I did it to Trelaw, netted 100 extra points, and moved my rank up 1,000 spots to 2,087. I think I'm due an apology. <laughs> Hashtag Corey, if this moron 
if this excuse for a human being, Daz, I mean, fair income, what were your parents thinking when they named you Daz? Were they setting you up for a life of crime or were they just setting you up to be stupid your entire life? If he thinks, Corey, that bringing in Owies for Bewley Can we call was a good Owies, move, Owies, whatever you want to call it, or, or Dersman to Owies, and getting Bewley to Trelaw, netted him 100 extra points and moved his rank up a 1,000 spots, then he's more of a moron than I thought. Because that singular trade would not made of that much difference. He's lucky Trelaw's got 136. He could have got any goddamn midfield he wanted, Corey. He chose Trelaw. When Trelaw comes out this week and scores 80 points and he goes sliding down 2,000, then I want to see hashtag DazFog giving me a goddamn apology, Corey! Oh, Daz, I hope Shalor finished the season as a no-one-ranked midfielder. Thank you, mate. Uh, old Fole. Boys, love the pod. Thinking Daniel across to Zeeble as Marshall has got too expensive, and I reckon I was struggling to finish my team without saving some cash here and there. Given oh, cash here in it. Given my rookies have all gone caca, is it worth paying up for Marshall such wise set? Walters is on the never-again list, or take the punt on Zeeble? He's got 147k, he's got nine trades, and that team is looking pretty good besides the fact that he's got Ainsworth on field. Yeah, how many trades left? Because nine. Nine. I mean, how's so, he struggling? Corey, how's he struggling to finish in his team? This is this is a not a bad team. Not a Corey, bad he's, he's actually all right. Yeah, um, so what I'd I would get this Marshall. week, I would go Caleb Daniel to Marshall. Marshall. That's the yeah. only trade I would make. You let Ainsworth and Logue have another couple of weeks, especially Logue. Ainsworth, if he backs it up with another 60, that break even's going to be low. Setterfield's got a low break even. You could have a look at one up, one down next week, potentially, or even the week after. Um, no, don't that's, that's worry. even too soon, yeah. Don't worry about trying to push. So, so my biggest fear, and this is what so many people do at this back end of the season, they worry about getting the max points for that week. Okay, we're coming into round 16. Oh my God, I've got to get Ainsworth off the field to get the most points I can. So they make a trade too early. Ainsworth makes, you know, hypothetically touch with another 78, 80K, 60, whatever it is. That extra trade is enough almost later on to climb and start bypassing people. I genuinely start seasons pretty slow and come home really strong. This is normally when I, I start making my ranks up. For and that's a time, statement that you miss, it says quite often as well. Yeah, exactly. So for, the first, <laughs> so for the first time in a long time, like I went into the buys at a really good ranking and, and I've come out really well. This is the time of the year that if you're patient and prepared to wait over that last, you know, during when you're hitting finals, coming home, you could win a lot of your finals, but you'll also see your rank rise because you'll watch all those people that have two, three, four trades left, starting to deal with injuries, making silly little trades, can't upgrade to the premiums they want. That's when they start to fall off, and that's where you'll bypass them. Be patient. Yep. And Dan Dot Eden. Hey, fellas. Tom Stewart or Daniel Rich for F6. Cheers. How do you pronounce that name, Bombs? Dani? 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 I would say Dani, yeah. All right, we'll go with Dani. Yeah. It's probably like Irish or something. It's probably like, <laughs> John. Dani, whatever you follow us on, send me your pronunciation breakdown. Yeah. And no matter what you um, say, I'm still going to call you Dani, but just let me know. And Tom Stewart is without a doubt. Yeah, 100% on Tom Stewart last week. Uh, wanted to kill him at one stage, but to finish really, really strong. So... That with it. Now, look, it's early in the week. I don't suppose that you've had a look at your captains. Corey, I flew back from Perth today. There's absolutely no chance it happened. 
what he's doing on the airplane. Well, Corey, they don't have internet on there, so I was watching a little bit of uh, Big Bang Theory. Had me Nintendo Switch pumping. Um, yeah. Should have taken the prospectus. Well, the prospectus won't have this year's stats, will it, Corey? It's not. It's not a. It's not a dictionary that gets updated every single after every single game, does it? Now. You've, you've bought the wrong one then. Absolute flop. I go through mine and update my stats every week. Anyway, so let's have a look. Um, Grundy, yeah, Grundy's almost a certain thing to be a VC for every single team out there this week. I would have thought, eh, Corey? And, um, I mean, I haven't done much work into it at the moment, but I would have thought Josh Kelly or someone like that against the Lions would be pretty handy. Cunnington would be handy if you had him. Um, you but yeah, probably. Hold on, Corey. Does not mean he, he's not capable of a big game. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and, you know, you heard me speak a little bit earlier about. Um, uh, what's his name? Sloan can do in a showdown. So um, yeah, I'm probably Grund- I'm probably Grundy at the moment, but Grundy into for my team probably five five someone I can trust right now. Um, but yeah, we'll kind of just see what happens. Uh, we'll see what teams kind of throw up. Gorn and Cripps injury clouds that, that was sort of spanner into the works this week, so they'll probably be left out based on that. But um, yeah, look, I don't think we'll be ignoring whatever Grundy kind of puts out on Friday night. To be honest. Uh, Grundy, I like Catley against um, Brisbane as well. I think that, uh, McRae. Just, but Fife, Fife is just so safe there. Yeah, and McRae is some, in some serious form, man. Yeah. What about Lloyd to bounce back? What, Jake Lloyd? Yeah. Bombers? That'd be foolish. No, he's just not... He's not Captain Material Lloyd. That was only his second score below 100 for the year, but just doesn't... Just ignore Grundy. Oh, gee, Corey, is your name, who, what's your, your name must be Daz if you're doing something like that. <laughs> Jesus, Corey. Oh, what about Riley O'Brien in the showdown? Oh, I'll tell you now. Riley O'Brien versus, um, what's his name? Scotty Lysette. Now, that there is an interesting matchup. I can tell you now, if you want to have a little wager on the uh, showdown medal this week. Now, I messaged you privately in the first showdown of the year, didn't I? And I said, yep. no, no, this is like an omen bet we'll take it. I never took it, did I? Alex Keith. Remember Alex Keith to win the showdown medal? Never backed it. It came up. I'm telling you now. Riley O'Brien. They might go two from two in showdowns this year. Let's have a look. Gamble responsibly. Um, Oh, no. Markets won't even be up now. It's bloody Monday. But um, I'll tell you now, Corey, if he's paying anywhere 20s and above, um, I'll have a little double at that one. I think he definitely will be. Hmm. Yeah. 858 teams have already traded out Paddy Cripps. I don't like that. Trades this week. Well, I mean, it's a it's a bloody tough week. So this is all going to be kind of um, sort of team dependent. However, you know, news that Dangerfield potentially a little bit injured, so I might have to try and cover for that. I know I've got to try and cover this Whitfield thing. So I mean, because I'm still running Whitfield. Um, hopefully, Whitfield's even back this week because I know he was a uh, chance after the Bombers said game. Said two. Not okay. Before that, before that game. Okay, so one more. Is that what you're telling me? I think so. Okay, that's not too bad. So I can probably work something out with a bit of DPP. I'm think, trying to get, get Gardner into my forward line and um, then move someone up to my back line. So I can trade Corbett for someone like Rory Laird or Tom Stewart via Gardner DPP. That'll save me a uh, that'll save me another donut this week. So look, I'm just going into the week trying to prevent donuts, and um, I probably. Just with the news around Gorn and sort of my feelings around that, I probably won't even get Lad Hams um, just because I don't think that one trade is not worth that one score I'm going to get from him. Yeah, no, nah, I, I agree with that. You wouldn't really be... Like, you, 
I wouldn't be going Ladhams, especially with that sideways trade. Um, yeah, just to touch back on the um, Lockie Whitfield thing too, like one to two for GWS, that's probably still another three or four away as well. <laughs> the Bugatti, mate. you got to keep the Bugatti in the driveway. You know what? I've, I've held him for the four weeks, Corey, and I've gone two and two. So, um, and I'm going to feel probably a full complement of team, a full complement of Full team this week. Not a kind of why there were compliments in there. Um, so I might be every chance to go three and two, and I've held Whitfield through this period. So I'm pretty excited to, you know, when Whitfield comes back, my team will just get that extra boost I feel like it needs. Not bad. Uh, I was no trade this week because the primos I want are at top dollar, and the rookies I want are still have cash to make. But, well, that little bloke who wears a helmet at Western Bulldogs, um, I must, I can't knock him too much. He's actually been a great servant since I've picked him up. Uh, picked him up at that just after that first buy round. So what I have about a month month of Caleb Daniel scores, they've been okay. Um, and yeah, I've got to go Caleb Daniel and I'm going to Rowan Marshall. Now, we knocked Rowan Marshall at the start of the year, so it wouldn't surprise me if he goes back to scoring 50s and his shit. Yep, yeah, and I'm doing. actually, I'm looking at Brad Crouch to Rowan Marshall as well this week as my second trade by DPP too. Hey, um, Corey, I know he wears a helmet. I mean... Will he invent a helmet for the hamstring for when he comes back? <laughs> Where's a suit? He might just he might just come out with something, or he might just does he wear um what are those leg warmer things they put on the hammies these days? Skins. Yeah. Maybe he just does he wear skins when he plays? No idea. Because I know some players do and some players don't. Should probably invest in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything else, Dad, my man? I don't know if they make skins in child size, though, Corey, because they probably they don't enforce do. that. Oh, they do? Well, yeah. we'll be all right then. Anything else to add? No, Corey, it's been a good podcast. Thanks, mate. Good to not have Brett here again. Done, my friend. Go get some rest. Uh, peace out, community, and thanks for listening.